This is Living on Earth. I'm Steve Kerwood, here to ask for your help. We're facing a $110,000 gap as we end our fiscal year, and if you pitch in, I know we can close it. Details are on our website, LOE.org, or call us at 617-629-3638. Thank you. Dandelions can be the crabgrass on the lawn of life, but one person's grass-choking weed can be another's culinary treat. Anne Murray of the public radio program The Allegheny Front reports on one longtime dandelion-loving woman. I don't think you should walk over there. Oh, I can do it. Come on, buddy. This afternoon, 97-year-old Virginia Dobell, a.k.a. Grammy, will not be deterred by some uneven ground and wild grasses. She's doing what she's done for the past 90 years, gathering the season's first batch of dandelion greens for dinner. Look at this. This is like a bed of them. So this looks promising. Yes, and if you tell me they're all red, uh, probably fate. Red-stemmed dandelions are a no-no for connoisseurs like Grammy. If it's red, does it tell you that That, it's a a bad taste? That is, uh, they're very, very bitter. Okay, got to have my knife, toots. Grammy's grandson, Chris Fetter, pulls out a small kitchen knife from a paper bag. With considerable effort, Grammy hangs on her cane, bends over, and starts cutting a big dandelion out of the ground. But you always leave the base of the dandelion on, like so. So what do you actually eat here? What, what part are we looking for to eat? Right there. She points at the long, light green, almost white dandelion stems and spines. They come in the tall grass, and they're about that tall. They're the yum-yum ones. Grammy should know. She's been rounding up dandelions since she was seven. Back then, it wasn't just for fun. She and her big family depended on dandelions and potatoes for food all spring and summer, just like the European settlers who brought the dandelion over here to fill out their poultry diet. The roots contain taroxacine, which stimulates digestion, and the leaves are full of vitamin A and D. Today, Grammy's passing on the tradition to Chris. You have to cut all the way around them. a boy. See if you pull them out, you're in trouble. <laughs> I didn't get too good on that one. It's a white one, see? Now you're talking sense. While Chris cuts dozens of plants, Grammy tells me some dandelion-picking stories. On one of her first excursions, her brother followed her to the family's apple orchard. So he gets in a tree, hides... When I get all my dandelions that I think that's going to do us for supper, I start for the house. And all of a sudden, out of the tree he came, grabbed my bag, and spread the dandelions all along the way. Oh, what a dirty trick. (laughs) Yes, a dirty trick it was. Dirty tricks aside, Grammy's been making dandelion salads for years. Back in her apartment, she thumbs through the well-worn cookbook her mother passed on to her in 1925. In the margin, her mom's written very good next to the recipe for hot dandelion dressing. Of course, the first thing we do is fry the bacon and make that real nice crisp. While Grammy gets the bacon going, Chris chops the dandelion greens. Do you want to leave the leaves long, Grammy, or do you want them... No, cut them in sort of in half. So they're, you know, easy to eat. After they finish up, they pull out a big pan and mix in milk, eggs, a little flour, 
and lots of vinegar. That's only one. That's good enough. Then they pour the concoction in with hot bacon grease. And we keep stirring, stirring, stirring. Now we're going to put it on the salad. You just wish, you wish, you wish. Okay, it is ready. Just in time for Sunday dinner, the table's set, and Chris and his mom, Gloria, let Grammy take the first bite of dandelion salad. <laughs> oh, it is good. <laughs> All right, that's especially good. Good job, Grammy. This is Ann Murray. Oh, heavenly days. And Murray's profile of Grammy comes to us by way of the Pennsylvania Public Radio program, The Allegheny Front. For Grammy's dandelion recipe for hot dandelion salad dressing, check out our website, LOE.org. Living on Earth is produced by the World Media Foundation. Our crew includes Bobby Bascom, Eileen Belinsky, Jessica Lise Kern, Ingrid Lobet, and Helen Palmer, with help from Megan Miner, Gabriella Romano, and Sammy Souza. And many thanks to our intern, Mary Bates. We're sorry to see her go and grateful she shared her many talents with us. Jeff Turton is our technical director. Allison Lirish-Dean composed our themes. You can find us anytime at LOE.org. And don't forget our Facebook page. It's PRI's Living on Earth. And you can follow us on Twitter at Living on Earth. That's just one word. Steve Kerwood is our executive producer. I'm Bruce Gellerman. Thanks for listening. Funding for Living on Earth comes from the National Science Foundation, supporting coverage of emerging science. And Stonyfield Farm, organic yogurt and smoothies. Stonyfield invites you to Just Eat Organic for a Day. Details at JustEatOrganic.com. Support also comes from you, our listeners, the Go Forward Fund, and Pax World Mutual and Exchange Traded Funds, integrating environmental, social, and governance factors into investment analysis and decision-making. On the web at PaxWorld.com. Pax World, for tomorrow. PRI, Public Radio International.